Today, I have a bit of a rant. Most of us have a thing or two that gets us going. For me, it's hearing my friends live and die by the numbers on the bathroom scale. Hey there, Kelly Howard here, and on today's episode of Fit is Freedom, I want to talk about the fallacy of the bathroom scale and how we can find numbers that work for us. You can't run a business or do a budget without knowing the right numbers, and you can't gauge your health or what's changing or getting better with faulty numbers. But so often when it comes to fitness, so many people use numbers that aren't really real. So let's make sure that isn't you. I fell under the spell of the bathroom scale again the other day. You may have heard me mention doing this before. I really do try and avoid it, but it happens. It happens to the best of us. And I've also mentioned, I have no letters behind my name. So use your good sense and check with your doctor if you think you need to change something. Everything in this episode today is simply my take on health and well-being. We all have reasons for wanting to feel better, look better, be more fit. Like for me, I want to be able to do whatever it is I want to do for as long as I possibly can. There is so many fun things to do out there and so many things to try. And if we don't feel good, if we're not like, you know, on our best game, then we can't do what we want to do. And we can't do those fun things and continue to do them forever. That's a big deal for me. There's a quote by Hunter S. Thompson that I've always thought was pretty epic. And I'm quoting it roughly here, but basically it's, life is not a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving pretty and well-preserved, but rather to skid in broadside, totally worn out and loudly proclaiming, whoa, what a ride. So what does this have to do with numbers? It's the living and dying by the scale that takes away the joy and the fun in life. Really what we should be doing is how well do you feel? How well are you maintaining or improving? Those are the things that matters. A very good friend of mine who will totally remain remain unnamed here used to nail it on the head. Her husband would say after getting off the scale, I haven't gained a pound since college. And she would mutter under her breath, yeah, you may weigh the same, but you don't look the same. And okay, that sounds a little petty, but in her total defense, he was always asking her what she weighed and if she gained weight. And I personally, I would have probably just hit him over the head with the scale because she was much more genteel than I was. And just the other day, I stumbled on an article and it was on a well-known blog. And it was talking about why you should weigh yourself three times a day, not once a day, three times a day. And to me, I mean, I think that's like a recipe for a bad day, even if you like what you weigh. And the only reason to weigh yourself three times a day is so that you can realize The numbers on a scale are arbitrary. If you want numbers that matter, let's talk. Personally, I am a big fan of DEXA. I'm sure you've heard me say it before. They're easy, they're quick, and as far as I can tell, they give you pretty concise baseline and a scale that you can track really consistently. There are other forms of measurement like bod pod, hydrostatic, and calipers. And for me right now, since I live in Houston, it's a big metropolitan area, it's easy for me to find any of these options. Some of the smaller areas, you're not going to have, it's not going to be as easy to find them. So back to my scale rant. The reason I'm so against bathroom scales is they are capricious. And so much of staying on track with any fitness routine is all about your mindset. If you don't feel you're getting somewhere, then it really does become kind of a why bother. If you've been going to the gym and changing your food habits and just like really digging in, and then the scale shows zero improvement or maybe worse, 
it's like a recipe for letting your mindset spiral out of control and just head you over to the dark side of pizza and drive throughs and, and it's not that I don't love a good pizza, but that mindset, it's keeping a good mindset so that you can continue doing the things that work. So lately I've been concentrating on building muscle and I absolutely know that muscle weighs more than fat. I got seduced by that scale because my clothes were feeling tighter instead of looser. So lots of things contribute to tight clothes. Maybe they got thrown in a hot dryer or I ate something that was holding water. Whatever it was, when I got on the scale, my reaction was basically like, holy shit, why bother? It's the mindset thing, right? But the good news is for me, I had a DEXA scan scheduled. And when I went in, it showed that my weight was almost exactly what it had been last time, but I had gained muscle and I had lost fat. I mean, that kind of information is gold. It tells me that what I'm doing is working. It also shows me what I can do differently, even to get better results, right? So one of the things that I found is that I have more visceral fat than I assumed. And that's like the deep fat that goes around your organs. And it's not like I have a lot of it, but I just assumed that, you know, it really wasn't a thing for me. But I've noticed that after the first scan that I had it. And so it allows me to keep an eye on this and see that it's dropping. And also to know that if you have something like that, then dealing with it is a little different than dealing with a fat back end, right? So for me, what I noticed was it was probably a stress reaction. And so I was able to deal with um, stress in a different way, do more meditating, you know, lower the sugar, do all of those good things that matter. And the numbers are coming down. That's why I think that having good numbers really helps. Um, another thing that with Dexan, I totally sound like a commercial, but another thing is, is that you get a bone density scan at the same time. There are certainly lots of other ways that we can measure. I mean, buy a soft tape measure and just make your own numbers every quarter. You want to do your arms, your waist, your butt, your hips, and your thighs. And all you're doing is giving yourself just a baseline. So you know um, if you need to be doing more of something, if you're doing great, you just need to know what's going on, right? Using a tape measure is a good baseline. Another one is how do you fit in your clothes consistently? It's not the, oh, my skinny jeans don't fit right now. It's more of a, oh, do I need to buy bigger clothes? I know when I mentioned before that when my mother was ill and I was her caretaker, I did start gaining weight. I I quit exercising and taking care of myself. And for the first time since college, I bought larger clothes. I was like, wait a second. Okay. This is a true indicator <laughs> that I need to be doing something different. And so, you know, I did. I started doing things differently and it, and it really helped. Other things to measure, measure what you eat. And I think a couple of weeks from now, we have an interview with a guest who's going to be talking about macros, which is a different way of measuring food other than, you know, just like measuring your uh, caloric intake. But pay attention to what you eat. Another one is that if you're trying to lose weight or gain muscle, you need to be much more clear on what your food intake is. And there's a great book that I love to recommend. It's super simple, super easy. It's called Thinner, Leaner, Stronger. If you want to gain muscle, great book. It also, you know, it also gives you tips on losing weight, but I mean, it's a great muscle building book and it's called Thinner, Leaner, Stronger. Another good number to look at is how much do you really exercise? If you pay attention A lot of times I'll find that people exercise a lot less than they think they do. And we really need to be sweating several times a week. I can't tell you how many people I work with will tell me that they work out like, "Ah, I work out three to five times weekly. 
And then when we start tracking their workouts, like real workouts, not, you know, I mean, I went for a dog walk or I went for a walk in the park, but real workouts where you sweat and you, you know, you're doing something. When you're tracking those, it's a whole lot less than they thought. There are so many good options to track when it comes to fit, always. We're all smart women. And I know that many of you are business owners and wouldn't run your business without knowing the numbers. Get serious about your long-term health and start tracking your numbers. Know what you want way out there and know that you can't get it without knowing what it is that you're tracking. Get a DEXA test or a tape measure, track your exercise, get a feel for what's working, and then we can all slide in together yelling, whoa, what a ride. Thanks so much for joining me today. I truly appreciate you listening in and all the comments, emails, and reviews. You can always reach me at fitisfreedom.com or you can drop me an email at kelly at fitisfreedom.com. If you have a podcast or thinking about a podcast or you have a friend who needs some help with their podcast, I can highly recommend Riley and all the guys at podigy.co. Talk about tracking. They keep me and this podcast on track and always moving forward. They're the best at I have found at this and I can highly recommend them. So check them out at podigy.co. Have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Bye-bye now.